the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Friday. Yes, indeed, it is Friday, but not just any Friday. Did y'all know that this is Jan 6 Eve, as some people are calling it today? And I know we talked a little bit about Jan 6 last night, but we're going to spend a little bit more time on it today because guess who, as, as conservatives, are rewriting the script and talking about it in the form of being Patriot's Day tomorrow and that it should be considered Patriot's Day uh, creepy Uncle Joe, or Grandpa Badfinger, as some people call him, uh, dared to go to Valley Forge today and give a speech, and we're going to talk about that today. There's also breaking news out of the Supreme Court, uh, which could be good news for Donald J. Trump as we go into election season. We've got that that to share with you guys. A shocking story, or maybe not so shocking story, involving Special Counsel Jack Smith and some of his goons. And of course, Friday means Bob Walters, and so he will be here to share with us the latest of what you need to know in the indoctrination camps known as our schools. We, of course, want to hear from you guys. Email me at andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. If you miss any part of the show, download the podcast. I know I'm getting some emails. I think we're a little behind in getting the podcast up. We will get that up. It's just an opportunity for you to look forward to some binge listening of the AK Show. All right. And the man who's going to at least participate in getting the pods up who keeps the show rolling every night of the week while he's serving up some of the yummiest veggies around. It's DJ Sesame Broccolini. I love me some Sesame Broccolini. This guy, fiery like a dragon. Like a dungeon dragon. High heat. Sesame Broccolini. We made it. Yeah. Finally, it's Friday. Ooh, chow. I, uh, what a week. Yeah, we've got a, a big show. It's going to be jam-packed. Mm-hmm. Jam-packed indeed. So um, uh, on this eve of the third anniversary of January 6, 2021, it, it's interesting because uh, it, you know how there will be some stories of violence that make the front pages and are gone the next day, um, like a trans terrorist shooting up a school yesterday nobody's talking about it uh you could it could be three years later uh and the democrats can still be yammering about something falsely um describing it in a way to continue to seize power and that's what that's what's happening as we roll into the third anniversary of january 6th but i will tell y'all that um, I actually am glad that we're talking about it. I'm glad that there's some sunlight is continuing to be put on the activities of the day because nobody who was actually responsible 
for, at least from the federal government. Americans that were that were actually involved in doing bad things for the day have been more than persecuted and prosecuted for it and held accountable. But nobody in the federal government who was involved in the actions of that day has been held accountable, just like none of them have ever been held accountable for the Russian collusion hoax, for the false impeachments, for the spying on Americans, and on and on and on. And we need some accountability. We need some accountability. When um, – as well as the fact that we don't – you know, we, while Americans sit in gulags, and, and, and it bears repeating – uh, the Biden crime family is continuing to run around having benefited off of the graft and selling off of the U.S. Uh, to, foreign, to foreign entities. So as we roll into January 6th, Joe Biden did something that he did. When was it, Sesame Broccolini, when he um, – Joe Biden was going to give a speech – and he went to the birthplace of independence. He went to Independence Hall and in front of a satanic backdrop decided to try to, uh, you know, um, he bashed MAGA and called us extremists. And I, I don't remember exactly when that was, um, but that's kind of the same game plan that's going on today, except it, 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 without the satanic backdrop. Uh, today, he showed up at Valley Forge. Valley Forge to give a speech in order with the blatant attempt to continue to demonize Donald Trump and most importantly demonize MAGA because that's ultimately what it's about. Demonize 75 million Americans who dared to question the outcome of election, who want America to be placed first, who want a restoration of the rule of law, who want to continue to have Judeo-Christian principles and values at the at the forefront of not just our culture, but clearly imprinted into into our structure, and that's where he went today to demonize Americans. Um, I want to get your thoughts on the location before we play some clips from it because I think that it is sacrilege that he chose to go to Valley Forge and stand on the backs of. The history of this country in which brave Americans risked their lives and died for our freedoms. Uh, your thoughts on the on his choice of a location? Yeah, um, despicable, uh, and it's so obvious the comparison he's trying to make. He, he's trying to insinuate or imply, I suppose, that any of the peaceful and patriotic protesters from January sixth are the new Confederates in the era of the modern day Civil War, the Civil yes. War round two. There's a reason he's going to a historic battle site from that particular war. And that's been his, his rhetoric and his mantra since day one is anyone who was there or sympathizes with the cause as a terrorist, uh, a threat to democracy, must be silent, censored. And that's exactly what they're saying now. They're, their, their whole mindset is we have to keep Trump out of office, and this is the only way they know how to do it. Biden doesn't have any policy accomplishments. No. Everything is falling apart. He doesn't have anything that he can run on other than attacking his opponent, and that's exactly what he's going to do. But I think most people are going to see right through it. Even more despicable is how he's attacking Americans mm -hmm. and framing us, mm -hmm. like you said, as though we're, we're the Confederate and, uh, and that the Democrat Party and Joe Biden uh, are you know on, on the right side of protecting freedom. And, and, and it reminds me of his 2020 continuing to lie and still does that Donald Trump said that there were good side, good, good uh, people on both sides of the supremacy movement that was uh, taking place at a rally in, I think, in Charlottesville, which was a flat out lie. But even more egregious to me is, and it's interesting that this is taking place on our Friday because we've got Bob Walters coming up a little bit later at the bottom half of the show, 
uh, what it, it also strikes me that he's only able to go there. He's only able to lie and smear and, tr- and attempt to gaslight the American people about who's fighting for freedoms and who's the dictator trying to take our, our rights away from us. He's only able to get away with that because he's got the propagandist in the in the legacy media, as well as the propagandist and the indoctrinators in our education system. We don't have enough Americans who actually understand history in order to know that the swill or know and care that the swill that this man is pumping out is nothing but that and that he is an absolute traitor to the United States of America. And if only we had a true opposition party that would be willing to stand up to him today and call him out for, for the crap. But, of course, it's like shock and awe, you know, in terms of the Republican Party having to stop. We're trying to, uh, you know, just to, just to give a little break to the Republican Party because I've been hard on them this week. It is literally like doing triage. Right. It's like I don't know if you ever watched old episodes of MASH, but, you know, it's like it's like there's a tent in the middle of nowhere and, you know, bodies with limbs hanging off are being brought in and they're having to do surgeries with no anesthesia, no medicine. Right. You know, um, that's kind of what we're dealing with in this country, which is actually a part of the strategy. Uh, by the left and by the Marxist in this country, in, in the country for in order to transform us into their. uh Marxist utopia. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to play some clips from you guys, and then we're going to talk about it um, because uh, it's just astounding to me uh, some of the lies that came out of Joe Biden today. Stay with us. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, FM 96.1, and streaming all over the world. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Having a great time on this Friday night here in the studio. Got my favorite dudes with me tonight. I got my sesame broccolini. I got Bob Walters coming up here in just a second with his weekly education report. And then, of course, I also have uh, my small dude, my lowercase dude, uh, Gator, in the studio with us tonight. Um, Hope you guys are having fun while you're listening to the show. Stay safe out there, my friends. All right, so Bob Walters, always great to have you with us, my dear. Happy to be here. I got a lot of good news tonight. Oh, you do? All right, well, kick us off, baby. All right. First of all, a, a gay teacher in Glendale tells a scientific truth and gets fired for refusing to lie. He said gender is binary and cannot be changed. Ray Sheldon is a 25-year veteran at Glendale Unified School District. He was chosen twice as Teacher of the Year. He's appealing the decision and filed a lawsuit, so he'll he really will win. Well, good for him, boy. That is that is just horrifying to the left to have a gay teacher <laughs> yeah. come out hard and go in for science, saying that there is no it, it ain't fluid babies. There is no seventy something genders. It is what it is at the point of birth. And you know what? I got it. And, and it's a good opportunity for us to give continue to give some uh, hat tip credit to. Uh, there's an account, an organization, Bob. I'm 
I'm sure you've heard of them, Gays Against Groomers. And yeah, they've, yeah. they've really, they've been taken down and suspended multiple times from various social media accounts. Um, there are some, some, some good gay people out there of the LBG community pushing back against the T. So great, great, great opening with some good news. Okay. Then you got Tri-State School Board in Cincinnati agrees to pay $100,000 and repeal the diversity policy, which has been opposed by parents. Four families have been battling the issue until the board agreed to change the policy and pay them $100,000. Wow, hundred grand! So they got a hundred grand just for battling the issue. I mean, did they? Was I, I'm curious as to what um, what penalties. Um, or what resulted in the school board having to pay the penalties of 100 k It'd be interesting to know that so that other parents might uh, have a little blueprint for action here. I can send you the article if you want. Yeah, please do. I, 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 right. I, but, you know, I just I love that uh, in general, the story of it just goes to show that when you push back, you can win. That's really the moral of the story here. Great, great, great news. And by the way, these are two stories that I've heard nowhere else in the media except from Bob Walters. Well, here's another one. Catholic Massachusetts schools have demanded that their 5,000 students act like their biological sex. Oh. <laughs> LGBT activists say the guidelines will cause significant damage to transgender youth, which oh. I don't believe. No, of course not. That's a poofed. What, what is it, PFFFT? That's one of my favorite things to text to people when they say nonsense. Uh, yeah, that's that's just the ruse. You know, that was the same lie that they told why, you know, you had to you were supposed to wear a mask indoors and, and not be around anybody. Um, so that's just nonsense. Hat tip to and you say Catholic Massachusetts schools. So is it all Catholic schools in the state of Mass? Yeah, it is. There were five schools. Love that. Five thousand students. Awesome. Yep. Okay, last week, Ohio Governor DeWine vetoed a bill that would have banned transgender women from competing with girls in sports. That was keeping men out of sports with girls. Now lawmakers are gearing to override his veto, and they seem to have the votes to do it by the, re- the poll that was taken this afternoon. Good. Put a, so put a slap back in the face of the heinous actions of an alleged Republican governor um, the, you know, I, I know that uh, when it came to the transgender stuff that it was reported he had received $40,000 in campaign donations from the hospitals that were going to perform the surgery. So no doubt he had also received some uh, campaign donations um, from those behind having biological men compete in sports. Um, so this is great news. It is, actually. Okay, the parent group plans to sue California Attorney General over his title of the Transgender Initiative, which should be out to the public for signature in the coming weeks. He titled it Restricts Rights of Transgenders, which is a deliberate effort to make people not want to sign it by casting a negative influence on it, even though parents see it as protecting them. This would require school districts to notify parents of any child looking to change sex and ban gender affirming health care for minors. But he's, he used negative language to help kill it when mm-hmm. it gets on the street. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they, the left loves to play word games, and they've, they've been successfully able to increase gas taxes um, simply by playing games with words when it comes to ballot initiatives. So I hope they sue. Yeah, me too. Okay, after Wisconsin Mass Resistance, a great organization, yes. raised the alarm 
the Catholic diocese halted LGBT effort by two liberal Catholic churches in that state. Okay. Um, Yeah, mass resistance is doing some incredible work. Uh, They weren't able to stop the San Diego schools from having drag queen story hours. Um, But at at the time, the story hours continued, but it caused such a stink that I don't think they've they've scheduled any more after the spotlight that mass resistance put on that. So love them as an organization. They are good. Mm -hmm. All right. Students in Loudoun County, Virginia public schools staged a walkout in protest of the new inclusive bathroom policy, which allowed girls and men to use any bathroom or locker they want and which matches their gender identity. So girls could be made to have a shower with any man in the, in the, in the church. And also uh, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Well, it is, and in Loudoun County was it the was the ground zero for the battle yeah. of everything that's going on with with biological males in our schools and in our locker rooms. That's where you know a girl was raped in a bathroom, and they hit it and shoved him to another school where he then sexually assaulted another girl. Uh, the father of the first girl uh, was arrested as he spoke up at a school board meeting. So then we get Glenn Youngkin as Republican. It's one of the things that catapulted. To Youngkin to being governor there, and yet, how do we end up with Loudoun County Public Schools having a bathroom policy that allows boys to use it under Youngkin's watch? That doesn't make sense to me. So, had to tells you that you really got to watch. Yes, you may think you win. But you got to keep track of it to make sure the winning stays right. Disappear. Well, had tip to these students for um, for you know standing up for themselves here, and and hopefully, no doubt, their parents encourage them to do this. At least I would like to think so. Um, and I certainly would like to think. In fact, I know I would. I know I would have walked out. I was a loudmouth in high school. There's no way I would have put up with a, with <laughs> dudes being in the locker room while I was changing into my cheerleader, you know, uniform. Uh uh-uh. uh No. I'd have been like, y'all need you need to skedaddle before I cut it off. That would have been me. No (laughs) doubt. Okay. In Florida, (laughs) a new law signed by the governor will remove principles of sociology from the core curriculum, which covers race, ethnicity, gender, and sexuality. They're going to replace it with history, which is great news. That is good news. You know, DeSantis has done really good work, you know, in pushing back in the state of Florida. Um, it's been made easier for him, given the fact that he's got a, you know, state, you know, Republican-run state legislatures and lots of good, you know, mayors and stuff around uh, around the state. But got to give him credit, though, where credit's due. Yeah, I agree. Okay, a bill just passed would open Missouri public school sports to homeschool students. Mm. That's good news, too. Yeah. Because homeschool kids have, a, they have an absence of any sports they can participate in. But Missouri has changed it, and the homeschoolers can now play in sports run by the public schools. Well, that's great because, yeah, you know, students shouldn't have to sacrifice extracurricular activities in order to get a proper education uh, by their parents. And so we pay enough taxes uh, in this in this country uh, that this this should be a given. So that's great news. It is. Okay, an effort is now afoot in California to tie classrooms to employers so students have a better chance of good jobs that they may not otherwise see. The Academy of Engineering has opened in Compton hmm. and now has 200 students learning engineering and computer science and aerospace. 
they hope that this will close the achievement gap and the income gap. I love love this story so much, Bob Walters. First of all, I love that it's in Compton. You know, my love for 90s gangster rap is reminding me right now of some Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, city of Compton. Um, I love this because 200 students in where's Compton, South, South Central. And, yeah, and they're learning engineering. The, let me tell you, one of these reasons, one of the reasons why you're not hearing this in the legacy media is because they are continuing to push the notion that we've got to get that uh, minorities. It's racist to expect minorities to study math. It's racist with, of course, and you have to study math to study engineering, and that grades is racist, and that expecting them to excel or or be ambitious that it's all racist, and so they don't want this information to be out there to the public, and so this is. I love, love, love this story, Bob. Thank you so much for bringing yeah, it, bringing it to us. Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay, college crazy. Well, you know what, Bob? I'm going to ask you to hold up there. I think it's a good time okay. to take a break. And um, I love ending on that good note about uh, kids in Compton learning computer science and aerospace. That's phenomenal. But we're going to continue on uh, with Bob Walters and his education report. No doubt with stories you're not going to hear anywhere else. So come on back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, FM 96.1 and streaming all over the world. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back. It's tonight's Andrea K. Show, rolling into the weekend with some. We just had some really great news as to what's happening in our schools in different topics from pushing back against crazy school boards to actual return to academics, even in places like Compton. If you missed last segment, you really need to hear it. Uh, Download the podcast wherever you get your pods and make sure you tune in every Friday night for Education Report because this is where the battle will be won or lost really for the future of this country. All right, Bob Walters, it's time to get into some college crazies. (laughs) All right, you'll find this amazing. Our wealthiest elite colleges are taxing the American people. Our tax dollars have gifted these universities $45 billion in the past five years. <gasps> this, is, this, is for, this is for federal contract work rather than remote in, re, in reality. The University of Pennsylvania, for instance, got $2 million to support cultural heritage sites in Iraq. What? What's that got to do with us? I know. Columbia got $5.7 million to create fake voicemails for the year 2065, after the world had been decimated by the climate change. <laughs> wow. Plus, they all got, you know, these five major universities all got $237 billion in endowments from which they had only to pay a 1.4% tax. Okay, so much to tell, so much in this story, uh, even with the tax. What is it we hear about these evil corporations and, you know, people aren't paying their, quote, fair share, yet they're not mentioning these colleges and universities sitting on these billions and billions of endowment money that they're only paying 1.4% tax on. The left never mentions that. Again, another story you're not going to hear anywhere but here. But we gave federal tax $2 million to the University of Penn to support cultural heritage sites in Iraq. Is that what you said? (laughs) 
Yeah. There's a lot of crazy stuff like that. We've lost our minds. We are $34 trillion in debt. And we're and, and, and if we're going to support cultural sites in Iraq to the tune of $2 million, what do we, why are we doing that through University of Penn? Did we not spend trillions of dollars already over there trying to help them install democracy? Yeah. yeah. And then the other one is and, and $6 million for fake voicemails from the year 2065 after the world has been decimated by climate change. Look, I could have sat here creating a whole bunch of voicemails for three mil. I could have given them I could have given them a break. They didn't need to spend five point seven million. Sesame, what would you have done for all these voicemails? Would you have done it for three million? Oh, yeah. How much of a yeah. break would you have given it to them? I would have even maybe done it for two. Mm, maybe uh, two point five. Yeah. Uh, let's meet in the middle. <laughs> wow, crazy, Bob. I don't even know how to move well, on from there. But what else you got? Here, here's some good. We pay big fees to attend universities that teach hate and riot. Community colleges are now expanding dramatically for kids who really want to learn something. You can now get a bachelor's degree, not just an associate degree, at most of the co- community colleges. Which is really great. Yeah. They're offering housing assistance, which they had not been doing in the previous years. I think that's great. Start mo- start moving it all to um, to community colleges. Take it away from these, you know, crap holes of the, quote, elites and those universities. Insane. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the U.S. Academy at West Point, and continue to consider race in admissions, a judge has ruled, which is sad. I don't. Well, and I don't know what and what judge because did the Supreme Court not already rule that y- y- affirmative action is dead and and they're not yeah. supposed to be considering that? This is a judge named Williams, and he he said this the uh, U.S. military is outside of that Supreme Court decision, oh. which I don't agree with. Yeah, how could it be outside of the Supreme Court decision? I don't know. That doesn't even make sense. But of course, it's the, the you know the left it just is going to continue to well for the same reason why our border is completely open. Uh, we wouldn't be in the mess we're in right now if anybody in our government really uh, obeyed uh, our, our federal laws. Yeah, it's it's really sad. All right, let's let's you need to have it, but already we've got to cover it anyway. Yeah, an advocacy organization has had victory in getting New Jersey to provide. More funding for schools located in the poorest neighborhoods. The NAACP and other groups fought to have this done to eliminate the segregation of students. There are now 600 school districts in the state, and 540 of them have an overwhelming percentage of minorities. So hopefully they figure this will integrate them all. Um. You know, money, 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 money. You know, we have more money going to all of our schools, K through 12, than in in history. And the issues in our schools is not about money in any of the districts. So thank you for reporting on it. But, yeah. All right. In Arizona, Katie, Governor Katie Hobbs unveils a plan to rein in their school voucher program which has been very successful. Mm-hmm. They have 72,949 students enrolled this year. They just started. She said they need to put money, more money in the program or cut it back significantly. So we'll see what happens. That, yeah. Um, you know, boy, they hate anything that, that really is, you know, traditionally that sets people up for traditional success. I mean, it's all about dumbing down. Uh, the the citizens. It's just and and keeping their power. Yep. Here's something else kind of crazy. USA Boxing 
slammed for new transgender policy that allows biological men to compete against biological women. <sighs> and, I mean, men are a lot stronger than women. Well, <sighs> men must participate in regular hormone treatment before they're allowed to get in, the, in this gym and have completed gender reassignment surgery. I don't know what that means. What are they cutting off? Well, I guess that means that, you know, a biolog- if a biological man has his male parts cut off and he gets some injections of estrogen, he's allowed to go into the ring and pummel the brains out of a woman, right? Yeah, imagine, so, so imagine, Ma- yeah, imagine Muhammad Ali haven't had his male parts cut off. He, he would have still been Muhammad Ali. Yep, I agree. All right. Now you got, here's something else. Texas has spent $4.5 billion to catch 376,000 illegal aliens and confiscate 400 million doses of fentanyl, more than enough to kill every person in America three times. Wow. So over 100,000 kids were died this past year from these pills. And now we got, they just found 400 million more doses with some of these illegals scooting into the country. And I'm sure they missed some. Yeah. Meanwhile, we don't have either party. The Republicans, you know, don't don't have the will to do anything to stop this. If they did, they would have said we're shutting down the government. Um, well, but see that. Well, that addresses the fentanyl in terms of the source. Um, but, you know, it, it we still have terrorists pouring across millions and millions of illegals coming here um, to, you know, you know, par- live like parasites off of us. Um, but, and we're, and the left has no interest, by the way, uh, in teaching. You haven't reported once on, uh, the programs to teach kids to not do drugs and to warn them about fentanyl. Have you? No, there's no programs. We need to get some update stories. Yeah. Terrible. There is some effort being made, but not not, not no. enough, obviously. Yeah, we've well, we've got okay. a Department of Education, centralized Department of Education, that could be doing it, but they're not. Yeah. Okay. Next, we have an F for Baltimore schools. This new round of test results look grim. Forty percent of high schools where the exam was given did not have any students to score proficient in math. Not one student. Pathetic. Wow! Not one student. No. Can do math in Baltimore. And that's homeboy Joe Biden's home area. He loves to talk about his time in, in the hood and in, in Maryland. There's they're apparently as dumb as he is. I know. It's just terrible. And then the principal was fired for allegedly scolding students who refused to attend classes on Indigenous Peoples Day. <laughs> this is in Oregon. Next to the Silas Indian Reservation who make up most of the students in the school. <laughs> but attendance, attendance is set in the rules and does not observe that day of the holiday from, from school. So they've got indigenous the students who stayed home on Indigenous Peoples Day, and they got scolded. Yeah, by him, and then they fired the principal for doing the scolding. The, yeah, the whole thing is crazy. All right, we've got about a minute and a half left, Bob. You want to tell everybody about We the Kids? Yeah, We the Kids is a great organization, and I really urge everybody to check into them and find out what they can do to help you and your kids get a good view of America and its history. And you want to look up wethekids.us. It'll tell you everything you need to know. Most of the stuff is free, the books and the materials, and it's worth getting into. Also tonight, I want to give you a special announcement on the side, which I've not talked to anybody about. 
Listen to the death tax. When I got two or three weeks left in the petition drive, and the death tax is, is important to get signed, and I'm going to give you my name to have anybody listening who wants to help pass the petition the next two weeks, call me, and I will send the petitions to you. It only has room for two signatures, so if you want a bunch for your whole neighborhood, mm -hmm. I can send you plenty. And the rules, how to send it, where to send it to. But what happens is this, this tax, when somebody dies and you, you've got your kids who've been waiting for your house to be inherited, but they've been parents who lived there for 20 years, and the tax bill only went up 1% or 2% each year. Well, once, when the parent dies under this tax law, the house is completely re-registered for new taxation. Yeah. Which means thousands of dollars and additional taxes is going to have to be paid by the kid to take over the house. They've been dying to get rid of what was it, Proposition Thirteen, and this is the this yes. is one of the ways for them to, you know, get rid of Proposition Thirteen, and it's just despicable. Bob, how can they get the petition? Robert Joseph Walters at gmail dot com, and I will send it to you immediately with instructions. Robert Joseph Walters at gmail dot com. All right, Bob. Well, we appreciate you so much. You have a very good but safe weekend. You too. All right, Thank sweetie. You. Talk at you soon. All right. And you guys stick around. we got another hour of the Andrea K Show coming up on this Friday, Jan 6 Eve. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. It is Jan 6 Eve. On the eve of what the left has been, the day in which it started out peacefully, just to refresh everybody's memory, like we don't know what happened on that day. It started out peacefully with Americans, as well as former President Trump, at the time President Trump, exercising their right under the Constitution to assemble together peacefully and to exercise, use their voices, and to march peacefully to protest the outcome of an election, something Democrats do at every every level of our government. And um, it, and the the day turned violent, full of chaos and mayhem. Actually, before Donald Trump and his rally goers made it even to the Capitol, at the time it was hard to tell exactly who was responsible for what. We know that the um, now, even on that day though, as I saw the Capitol Police pull barricades back and let them in and open the doors, it was clear that the federal government had some involvement. And um, but, of course, the uniparty establishment immediately jumped in, seizing upon the day as an excuse uh, to declare 75 million MAGA voter, voters as violent insurrectionists and to criminalize not just speech, but to criminalize specifically anybody who questions the outcome of an election. And then that paved the way for them to use all the forces of our federal government to track down hunt, basically, and, uh, uh, American patriots to persecute them and prosecute them, denying them their constitutional rights of due process into a court of law. 
this was an extension of the coup attempts, the shredding of our Constitution as the intelligence communities and the FBI and the DOJ targeted Donald Trump the day he came down the escalators and anybody in his orbit and all the various coup attempts during his administration. We have seen we have now borne witness to the U.S. government being so corrupt that it is now the enemy of the people. But meanwhile, on the eve of January 6th, the occupant of the White House dared to go to Valley Forge and stand on the backs of the freedom fighters that that brought the most that brought freedom to the world in the experiment that we know is America and said some of the most outrageous comments today that I think I've ever heard from Joe Biden. Let's start with the first. And we're not going to torture you with a lot, but let's just start with the first. In the winter of 1777, it was harsh and cold as the Continental Army marched to Valley Forge. General George Washington knew he faced the most daunting of tasks, to fight and win a war against the most powerful empire existent in the world at the time. His mission was clear. Liberty, not conquest. Freedom, not domination. National independence, not individual glory. America made a vow. Never again would we bow down to a king. I can't say what I want to say right now about Do you him. know any kings in history that were duly elected to serve for four years and then peacefully stepped down because the end of their term came? No. I mean, does that sound like a king to you? No. That's the thing is all these Democrat talking points immediately fall asleep as soon as you hold them up to the light of scrutiny. Absolutely. As soon as you start applying some common sense. And think about it. I mean, what were the founding fathers facing if we're going to bring them up? Death or imprisonment for going against King George. What is Donald Trump facing right now? Death or imprisonment for going against Biden's regime. So it's Absolutely. a complete twisting of what's of actually going on. And it only plays with people who don't know American history very well because that, that is a very interesting – it's, it's the fact that he goes there is just an extra slap in the face. Oh, absolutely. Of all to go. That he dares to talk about liberty and freedom as we have Americans sitting in gulags and he dares to call Donald Trump the dictator? Outrageous. He talks about conquest while he leads and literally coordinates a conquest of the United States of America by foreigners that are coming here from 150 different countries. Coming here to take us over from within, that's what he's orchestrating. And he's talking about, he said something about uh, national um, pride or, uh, you know, not individual, whatever. No, we're, our, we're supposed to be a country about individual liberty, individual rights, individual accountability. There's absolutely nothing remotely Going on with the Democrat Party, the Uniparty, the establishment, the deep state, that is remotely what our founders fought and died for. In fact, it's the opposite. Everything they're doing to us, our, our, everything the U.S. government is doing to us is what our founders fought against, including religious persecutions. Then, but it, the most egregious thing he said was this. Let's play the second clip, and then I'm going to have to blow, you know, move on. Democracy means having the freedom to speak your mind, to be who you are. The freedom to speak your mind? 
unless you speak something that's in, that's uh, that's not in line with the state, unless you dare to express an opinion that that uh, they consider to be um, what's the word I'm looking for uh, in in opposition. If you dare to question the outcome of what is the de- what is what? How did they define in the new uh, counterterrorism unit what a domestic terror uh, is? It's somebody that questions the outcome of an election. What were these people being prosecuted for? Ultimately, these Jan Six defendants for speaking their mind. They were denied bail. One one seventeen year old was denied bail because the judge said. I can't send you back because to, to your home because that's where you were homeschooled and where you got these beliefs. Another person was denied bail because the judge said, I can't grant you bail because I believe that you still hold uh, – I think you still hold the belief that something, quote, untoward happened in the election. We're literally jailing people in this country for expressing an opinion. And this man says democracy means – the free- it does mean the freedom to speak your mind. We just don't have it here. There's so many different ways. It went from cancel culture of people being persecuted on the job and losing their jobs to now literally being thrown in jail for speaking their mind. And by the way, we're not a democracy. We are a republic. And they continue to push democracy, 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 because we don't teach kids anymore or anybody anymore what a republic is. He's the dictator. That's one of the reasons why we're under conquest, because they want to flood us with millions and millions and millions and millions and then uh, force democracy on us, which is basically mob rule. We are not supposed to be one person, one vote. We have an electoral college and for a reason. But that's enough of a history le- uh, lesson today. Anything you want to share, Sesame, before we have to take a break? Um, yeah, well, just beyond the hypocrisy and the clear double standard, uh, the, the two things that just speak out to me, the anti-American point. You know, Ben Franklin once said that the first responsibility of every American citizen is to question authority. So, yeah, it's very sad, but it, it this it goes to show that power does corrupt and absolute power does corrupt absolutely. And that's what we've seen with the, the whole Biden family, honestly, at this point. And it's very, very dystopian the way he's trying to spin anyone who's a truth teller as some mm-hmm. um, doomsday, you know, crazy conspiracy theorist whack job it's just such a the smear campaign is all he's running on that's all he's got for 2024 no no goals no accomplishments just compelling people to say his talking points because beyond targeting people and and imprisoning people for for freedom of speech and expressing themselves and expressing disfavorable views you're also compelling people to say exactly what you want you're compelling speech you must use someone's pronouns you must say the election of 2020 was totally legitimate you must say the vaccine is 100 percent safe and effective you can't have a contrary opinion Mm -hmm. so it's a double-edged sword they're they're getting us in both directions on what it used to be we're going to stand up for your speech or whatever and we're going to protest against censorship but the the democrat party has become the censorship industrial complex Mm -hmm. um Yes. And it's, it's, it's just so it's, it's incredibly anti-American. So I'm ready for another 1776 moment. I guess that's that's my mindset at this point. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to shift gears. Bob Walters will be here with his Friday education report. And he's got some great news for you guys tonight. Let's get uplifted with some positive things happening in the country. Stay with us.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.